Welcome to the Main Street to the World podcast, your passport to boundless travel inspiration and adventure. Brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel, our podcast takes you on an exhilarating journey through a world of destinations and experiences. From the enchantment of Disney destinations and the thrills of Universal Studios parks and resorts, to the elegance of luxury travel and the tranquility of all-inclusive beach resorts. We delve into the diverse realms of travel. Join us as we explore the globe, sharing insights on theme park vacations, cruising, destination weddings, family travel, special needs travel, and so much more. Let your wanderlust be ignited and your horizons expanded as we unlock the treasures of travel together. And the hosts of the podcast are... Hi everyone, I'm April. I'm one of the owners of Coasters and Castles Travel and I love talking with you every week to tell you about our travel experiences and our opinions and recommendations. And I'm the proud mom of two kids that uh, love to travel with me. And hey everybody, I'm Whitney Maddox. Um, I have been a travel advisor with Coasters and Castles for seven years now. And um, I'm a homeschooling mom of two girls, so I always love to incorporate all that when we are in our travels. And we try to get down to Disney and other places every few months here and uh, keep all the good content coming to you so we can keep you updated on everything going on. And I'm Lynn. I'm the other owner of Coasts and Castles Travel. And I'm uh, kind of taking over the travel bug from my dad. My dad loved to travel. And never expected to be doing this in my life but this is where my path has has brought me we are you know exploring the world at this point now we started with areas we knew and checking out new destinations all the time and and happy to share that welcome back to the main street to the world podcast and we do want to thank you again for those likes shares and subscriptions And don't forget to check out the blog. We have some great articles out there. We even have our Where in the World Wednesday feature. Um, We have, of course, our podcast that comes up every week. And make sure to check out the monthly supplier showcase that happens usually the first Thursday of every month. But sometimes we have an extended version. So you might see one the second Thursday of the month as well. And uh, we want to, of course, recognize our vlogging that April does on YouTube. She's been working really hard at getting videos from everywhere. Uh, I'm sure that her family is like, can you put the video camera down? Because <laughs> she is always videoing. Um, she actually has four different ways to video right now. She has her phone. She has a video camera. She has a GoPro. And she has a regular camera that does video. So if you see the, the crazy tourist looking person that has a million different uh, types of ways to record, you're probably seeing April. It's probably me. Yep. Yep. So, but we're going to talk about something that's a little bit different because a lot of times people don't necessarily know, you know, what really is the best thing to do. Sometimes you decide to go for a vacation and you want to do both Disney and Universal. And it's like, okay, well, really, what is, you know, the best way of doing it? And there are a lot of different things that you can do uh, to actually save yourself some money and still be able to take advantage of some of the perks that they do have over there. Um, So speaking specifically into ways that we can, you know, make a package 
as opposed to just getting tickets. Um, so uh, Whitney literally just had a scenario for one of her clients that um, she was able to do something for them that saved them some money. So Whitney, I'm going to let you exp- expound upon that. So they originally started as Disney World clients. And one thing I definitely have found out is if you are a Disney person, you're likely a universal person. So the same type of people are going to both theme parks. A lot of times it's the only time that they're getting down to Orlando um, for a certain amount of time and they want to make sure that they can do both parks. And I get a lot of, we just love Harry Potter. We want to see the Wizarding World. So um, I've, and this is not the first time that this has happened either. This this happens pretty much every time I price this out when I have clients at Disney and they decide, hey, we just want to go spend a day at Universal. We want to see all of the Wizarding World, and can you get us prices? So I price out what the one-day park-to-park ticket is with the Unlimited Express Pass because I personally think that you really need that. I think it's a very important add-on, especially if you only have one day because you want to make sure that you're seeing the most that you can in that one day. And if you don't have the Express Pass, you're waiting in lines way too too much. So I'll price out the one-day ticket, with the Express. And I will also price out what a one night hotel stay is at one of the three premier resorts. And that includes the unlimited Express Pass in your stay. So almost every time I think I've priced this, it comes out to at least a hundred, sometimes two, three hundred dollars cheaper for them to just stay the one night at one of these resorts and get that Express Pass and even do one day um, in the Universal Park. So Obviously, the three resorts are Hard Rock, Lowe's Portofino, and Lowe's Royal Pacific. And any of the three of those will get you that unlimited express pass. So, yeah. And the same savings can vary based on time of year. So, yes. we're not going to guarantee anyone a specific amount of savings. Um, but that definitely is a, a benefit. Now, April, I know you're not a big uh, rider at Universal because of the rides uh, are just not your style. Um, but your son is. So um, how much does staying in a, a premier resort help your family? Um, even your daughter loves to ride those um, with them being able to take advantage of those those express passes. The Universal Express Pass is invaluable. And when you stay on property, you get the unlimited, which is huge. That's a huge asset. So if he wants to ride Rip Ride Rocket 50 times, go ahead. You're not waiting as long. And, you know, actually the wait is important to me because I'm the one who's sitting and waiting for my family to get off the ride so we can go do something else. So I'm sitting, I may have something to eat. I'll do a little shopping. I'll take lots of pictures and of course some videos. Um, But, you know, it all boils down to me waiting for them to get off the ride so that way we can go on to the next ride. And especially for some of the rides, he's not going to have his phone with him. So I can't stray too far because he's not going to find me when he gets off the ride, especially if he's riding Rip Ride Rocket or the Incredible Hulk. So I can't go too far. So having the Express Pass where he has a shorter time waiting is invaluable to me because now I get new scenery. And I don't have to linger so much. But I mean, there are some rides that I am able to do. And and I appreciate having the Express Pass to be able to go on those quicker. Because, I mean, I love the Mile High Trolley in the Sky. I mean, it's it's such a silly little ride. But it's really one of my favorites. 
And I do love King Kong, Ring of the Reign of Kong, Skull Island, Reign of Kong. There it is. Um, you know, because that's a ride. I have to close my eyes a little bit in one part, but otherwise I can enjoy most of the ride. So, and that tends to have a long wait. And having the express pass is just, you, you can't beat it. So once you've gone and you've had the express pass, it's tough to go and not have the express pass. Mm-hmm. And, and to stay at the resort, it's the best of both worlds. Like it's a no brainer. And the nice part, too, is if you are staying at the resort, um, you're definitely going to be getting in because during COVID, they are not having they don't have park reservations like their neighbors down the street. do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're running a different system than, than Disney. So if you're staying on property, you've got that park pass, uh, that, that hotel key that on the card that you show them. And then what you're going to do is when you get to the turnstiles, there's going to be specific turnstiles that you can go through to get in. So if it's a day where it's going to be busy, you're, you're, you're going to be golden. You're not going to have to worry about that. Um, and if you ever do have a problem and you're on property, make sure you go to get services because um, that is supposed to be something that has been uh, corrected. Um, so just talk a little bit about the difference between the express pass and the unlimited express pass. What is the difference besides price? So with the regular express pass, you can go on uh, each attraction that has express pass. You can get in that shorter queue line once that day. So that means you ride Incredible Hulk with the express pass one time. Any other time following that, you have to wait in the regular line. The unlimited express means you get off the ride and you get back in the line and you ride the ride and get off and get back in the line and just you can circle as much as you like going in that shorter express pass queue. So it it can make a big difference depending on what your day looks like. You know, if you really if you're doing both parks in one day, you probably don't have a whole lot of time for repeating rides. So maybe the express regular express would be better for you. But, you know, ideally, you really want at least a day in both parks, if not uh, a third day for kind of carryover. Um, So having the Unlimited Express where you can really go in and appreciate, because some of the rides, it really, you need to see them more than once to kind of take it all in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something like with Skull Island, you know, there's so much going on on both sides of the truck that you you really kind of need to ride it more than once to kind of take it all in and, and see everything that's happening. And I know, you know, there's a lot of rides I haven't ridden, but that's definitely one that I can think of that you, you want to get in there more than once and on a busy day. And right now the lines do look longer. Everybody's social distance. So it does require some patience. And some of the lines can actually be longer time-wise that with the Express Pass, it's going to make a difference. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, you know, Whitney, you saved your clients some money, but one of the other benefits to doing that hotel stay is you can now add on some other components to a package. So if you wanted to have the dining plan, which Universal still has and has kept throughout all of COVID, um, you can do that. Um, And uh, can you talk a little bit about, you know, some of the perks to having the, the dining plan while you're on property? Well, and the people that are used to the Disney dining plan where you have to have it for every person in your group for the whole length of stay. That's how that works over there. But at Universal, you can pick and choose 
who you have the dining plan for and how many days you have it for. So, you know, if you know one day you're going to have a pool day and you don't feel like dining anywhere and you don't want to do the dining plan that day, you don't have to add it for every single day of your stay and you don't have to add it for every single person. So uh, there's just a lot of flexibility with that. They do have a quick service dining plan. They have the table service if you like the sit downs. Um, and I don't believe that they expire either. No, no, they don't. They do not. So if you have some left over, you can use it on a future trip. Um, so that's another, you know, nice thing. April and I still have some snack credits left over from a quick service dining plan that we bought in June of mm-hmm. 2020. And they're and still good. Do they never expire or is it within like they a year? Never expire. They never expire. So that's good to know. It's definitely right. a, learning, a little bit of a learning curve on the universal side from what you're used to with Disney um, with the plans and stuff in the packages. So absolutely. You know, and the nice thing is with the quick service plan, you get one entree with a drink for like your lunch or dinner or breakfast, whichever you choose. And then you get a choice of any combination of one snack and a drink, or it could be two snacks or two drinks, which butterbeer counts as either one of those um, along with that. And that's a quick service plan. And then with the hotel package, when you get the table service, when you book it with your hotel, you get your your sit-down meal, then you get your quick service with the entree and drink, as well as, you know, the two snacks, two drinks, or one of each. So it's absolutely worth it. I mean, you know, you can eat well. And as I said, you, you have credits left over. Like we're going, we're going to use the plan. We're going in two weeks and we're going to use the plan again. And you know, my kids are definitely looking forward to butter beer and even something simple like um, Auntie Annie's pretzels. Like those count as a snack on the dining plan. And we love those. We love, you know, give me a pretzel any day. But I definitely want to, I'm looking forward to trying some of the Mardi Gras treats. And so there's snacks in there, you know, it's well worth checking out the dining plan. Because again, if you're going to go back, you don't use all the credits, no big deal. And one of the other things to think about, too, with that, and this is something that's, I think, a little bit of a detraction on the dining plans there. And it just has to do with the ownership uh, that's there because Universal does not own any of the hotels that are on property there. Uh, They are all owned by Lowe's. Mm -hmm. Um, So none of the restaurants in the hotels accept the dining plan. So those ones, you want to keep that in mind. Now, I believe all of the restaurants in CityWalk are uh, on the dining plan and will accept the dining plan, plan credits. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if Voodoo Donut would count as a snack. If they, Voodoo Do- I'm pretty sure Voodoo Donut will count as a snack. Okay. Um, so that's an option there. And, and honestly, that's not a cheap snack. Today's Main Streets of the World episode is proudly brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel. Ready to bring your travel dreams to life? Look no further. Coasters and Castles Travel is your ultimate full-service agency, specializing in a wide range of travel experiences. From Disney destinations and Universal Studios parks and resorts, to cruises, ocean, river, expedition, and luxury. All-inclusive resort vacations, luxury escapes, European adventures, destination weddings, group travel, special needs travel, adult-only getaways, and of course, family adventures. 
Our team of expert travel advisors is here to craft the perfect journey for you. Whether you're seeking thrilling theme park experiences or luxurious cruises, every detail will be tailored to perfection. And if the world of travel planning beckons you, Coasters and Castles Travel is currently welcoming applications for travel advisors. For more details, explore www.travelcnc.com or reach out via email at info at travelcnc.com. Now let's dive back into the excitement. No, it's not bad. I mean, honestly, I think their donuts are pretty reasonable. And um, if you have any discounts, you can use discounts there. If you're a pass holder, they do accept pass holder discounts at Voodoo Donut. I have taken advantage of that more than once and will again. Um, but no, I mean, that's a great treat. So I, I absolutely always recommend a Voodoo Donut visit. But yeah, absolutely. Go redeem your credits. Yeah. So that's one of the nice things. And then there's a whole bunch of other little things that we can add on. So if it's your first time at Universal and you want to have pictures taken, you know, they have a photo package that we can add on to a packet. Um, and and honestly, it's it's fairly inexpensive. And it's not like, you know, Disney, you can add it for one day. You can add it for two days, three days, four days, five days. However you want to add it, you can do that. So there's a lot of different options for you. Um to do that and to be able to take advantage of, of those, um, those perks. Um, the other thing is, is that, you know what, they still have dining with characters. Mm -hmm. So it might be a little different than normal. They probably don't come right up to you in the restaurants. It's probably going to be similar to what Disney's doing, but do your kids love the minions? Love them. Okay. So they can dine with the minions. Um, now it's not there's no characters at the Harry Potter breakfast, but they do have the uh, Harry Potter breakfast that you can get ahead of time, and you can just prepay for that. Um, and so you basically have taken care of it, and we get it all taken care of for you when you get there. You don't have to pay then, um, so it's going to be a little different. And if you have the dining plan, you can do that with that. So it's a, a nice little perk they have, um, and, and just some of the little things you don't think about when you're only going for a short stay. But you know what? We learned this the other day. 70% of all the people who go to Orlando also go to Universal, which that was a shocking number. I didn't realize that. Um, and so, and a lot of people get confused. We hear this all the time as travel advisors. I want to go to Star Wars and I want to go to Harry Potter. And mm -hmm. some people, you know, may not realize that they're not the same park. Um we were talking to our rep from Universal the other day who told us that they see she sees this all the time because she'll go down and just sit outside the gates and kind of check out things and see what's going on. And she'll see people coming up with their Disney park passes and trying to get in and they can't get in because it's not a Disney park. And so then they're buying those tickets at the gate and the express pass and all those things. And so now you're you're forking out a ton of money that you didn't necessarily expect to, but now you've got your kids all excited about going to see Harry Potter, and are you going to say no to them at that point there? Oh, my gosh, right? So, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, it's one of those questions that, you know, you know, we want to check with you to see, you know what I mean, if you have interest in Universal from the very start so we can try and plan that in mm -hmm. um, because you want to make sure you have enough days to do the things that you um, Now, 
both of you ladies have been there before. And actually, you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of a pause. And Whitney, would you like to do our message from our sponsor? Yes. Main Street to the World is proudly sponsored by Coasters and Castles Travel. Uh, We're a full-service travel agency, and we specialize in theme park travel, ocean and river cruises, all-inclusive resort vacations, and group travel. The agency is made up of a group of vacation specialists who are passionate about traveling and love learning about the destinations they specialize in and love helping clients to have an amazing vacation. Feel free to reach out to us, info at travelcnc.com or through our website, travelcnc.com for more information. The agency is also accepting applications from prospective travel advisors. You can reach us via the info at travelcnc.com email for more info on becoming a travel advisor with Coasters and Castles. So after that last little thing, Whitney, you've been a travel advisor with us for almost five years. Yes. You're just probably three to four months shy of that. Yes, June. So what do you love about being a traveler? Um, Well, I'm very much a people person. So I think one of my favorite things is just getting to talk to people, meet people, um, and obviously help them with all of their vacation needs. Disney and Universal are my favorite things to plan. Um, just because I I love it so much and I love to be able to share that with people. And like you said before about, you know, people showing up to different places and not really knowing what's going on, it happens so much more than people think. Um, they just don't know the difference between parks or what's at one spot. And I just like to be able to help them so that things run very smoothly because when people like don't like Universal or Disney, I take it personally. I try really hard not to, but I'm <laughs> like, what do you mean? And so I, you know, I'm like, you're not doing it right. If you don't like it, you know, you got to give it a try. And then you hear horror stories that, you know, they just, they went and they weren't prepared for things and, you know, like we can help you with that. Mm. So that that doesn't mm-hmm. happen because, you know, you got to you got to do it the right way. <laughs> and so now I'm going to ask one more question before we return to our normal scheduled programming. Um, yeah. Now, having been a, a vacation specialist for almost five years and and I'm going to kind of put it out there that you're one of our more successful ones. What has that meant to your family? Um, well, it's meant a lot of things. It means we get to go on a lot of trips. <laughs> My kids really enjoy it. Um, yeah, but, they're not free. You don't go for free, right? No, I just, no, I do not go for free. I wish I did. And that's a very common question I get. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you just get to go to Disney whenever you want for free. And I'm like, no. I do get some good deals. I work really hard. Uh, I've worked very hard to build up my business. And I do get good discounts on things um, from time to time. And that does definitely help things but it was it's not just something that has been handed to me I have really built that up to be able to do that so um but you know of course I also look at that as we have a lot of great family trips there but I'm always kind of working too at the same time because I do have a lot of questions on how things are working and the best places to stay obviously everything that comes with that so um I'm kind of never like off the clock when I'm thinking of when I'm at, at these places, I'm always looking to see what's going on. But, um, you know, when I first started, I just really wanted to be able to pay for my own trips there. And 
because I had an obsession and Phil was like, you can't just go to Disney whenever you want, Whitney. And I was like, well, what if I could though? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then it just, you know, it got so big so fast and I helped so many families. And, you know, now I, I mean, 2020 aside, because we all know how that went, um, you know, this, it took the place of my other job, which was appraising. You know, I'm certified in residential appraisals. I worked with my dad for years and I still love that. Um, but I really have not been doing that because this has been my job. And um, I just realized, you know, when when you love something so much, it's not really a job and it's just it's it's easier to get up and do that every day because you don't really feel like you're working. So it's just it's changed our life very dramatically in that in that sense, because now this is what brings home money for me. Um, you know, not, it's not just a hobby. So. Okay, cool. Um, so speaking of, uh, you know, kind of helping clients when they want to go to Disney and Universal, um, you know, what are some of the things you're looking for when you talk to clients engaging their interest for Universal? Um, I mean, specifically for Universal Mm -hmm. or, well, I like to know, I mean, with any destination, I like to know what they're where they're used to staying. Um, you know what type of hotels they're used to staying at. That kind of determines where we start for where to stay there. Um, you know, obviously their family dynamic, what type of things they like. I, I feel like the majority of people that go to Disney, or I'm sorry, that go to Universal are there for more of like the thrill ride stuff. Um, I mean, there's a lot of there's stuff for the kids to do also, but the majority of the people, you know, they want all all of the uh roller coasters and the 3d stuff and they're kind of more into into that mm-hmm. kind of stuff so yeah i like to just see what they like have they been there before obviously is a question and you know what they're what they're used to doing on vacations because there's there's also good stuff at universal too hanging out at volcano bay you know if you like the water mm-hmm. park or just having a nicer hotel to kind of do a couple days at the resort and relax by the pool. Are they into, you know, more of like the adult stuff um, or are they bringing family members with them? Cause obviously city walk has a lot of really great stuff for adults only uh, nightclub type stuff. And so, you know, it's all important questions. Okay. And, and I'll ask both of you guys this. Um, if you have a client, that is going to do Disney and Universal. Um, what is your initial recommendation for the number of days you should uh, spend at Universal at a minimum? Your initial recommendation. I mean, I would say, I would say at least three days. Yeah. And I, I mean, when we took the girls for the first time in, uh, it was October. I'm sorry, it was November of 2019. Um, You know, we had three days there. We thought that was good. And then when we got back, we were like, okay, we definitely, we could have easily spent like five days to even a week there um, because Mm -hmm. there was just so much to do. And especially if the water park is open and you're going to do that. I mean, that was just, we were blown away by how Volcano Bay was. So um, that's definitely to take into consideration. Yeah, it, there is really so much to do. And, and you do, there, there's a lot of territory to cover. I mean, granted, everything is convenient that you could walk pretty much 
everywhere, most everywhere. We'll say that. Um, But, you know, to do it all in a day, you're missing out. You're missing attractions. You're not doing it right. Two days, you know, you can do a day at Universal Studios, a day at Islands of Adventure, get the park to park because you need to write the Hogwarts Express. Um, And then you can go back and forth a little bit. Uh, Three days is really ideal. and, And that's the tough thing because I mean, Universal is kind of a vacation in itself. It's, it's not, you know, kind of the spend your full week at Disney, but go to Universal for a day type situation anymore. You know, once upon a time, many years ago, it was like that, but it really isn't anymore. And I mean, it's tough because there's so much to do on both sides that, you know, something's getting sacrificed somewhere. So you really have to think of what the priorities are, but yeah, at least three days because Volcano Bay is absolutely worth it. Getting the three park yeah. ticket um, and then getting, you know, three park park to park. Cause if you're going in the summer, you're going to want a little touch of Volcano Bay every day. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's hot. So when you're hot and sweaty and everybody's getting cranky from waiting in line in the park, you can go swim and relax, you know, whether it's your hotel um, resort pool or going to Volcano Bay it makes a huge difference. It really is. So what are your thoughts on that, Lynn? Oh, uh, I definitely think you need, you know, three to five days. Um, just because, yeah. well, if you have Volcano Bay, that I I could, honestly, with Volcano Bay, I could make it a week's vacation, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. And not feel like I have too much time and not enough to do. Um, and, and, and this is kind of a personal problem I have now with Volcano Bay. <laughs> I know what you're going to um, say. Everybody knows what I'm going to say because I talk about it all the time. But I cannot go anymore without a cabana because I have just been so spoiled that honestly, the next time I go to Volcano Bay, I am literally going to, you know, find a way to save up my pennies and dollars and dimes and nickels and five (laughs) dollar bills and ten dollar bills and twenty dollar bills and fifty dollar bills. Um, because I mean, it is a little costly, but it's worth every penny to have that cabana. It really is. You know, I I mean, I have just really enjoyed it. And especially if you're going in the summertime and if I mean, we went during COVID, so it's a little bit different because you had smaller capacity. But one of the things that I think is going to happen when COVID comes, when, when capacities come back up again, because the world's going to open back up and we are going to get back to normal. Absolutely. Um, what's going to happen is those cabanas are going to sell out quickly. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want your vacation specialist to reserve that for you before you even go. Because yep. we can do that. We can absolutely do that for you. Um, and so getting that cabana can, you know, really make it make a difference of your day. Um, and and we've stayed in a couple of different ones. We've, stayed, we've had them three times now. Uh, we stayed in one really close to the, the volcano. Um, that one was definitely more busy and a little bit noisier. And we stayed in one over by, and I'm going to call it the green and purple ride because I don't remember the ride of it, but know, one side is green and one side is purple. Um, one's, I think, called the turtle and one's called the whale, but I'm not positive. And uh, that one there was so quiet. We really liked it over there. Um, that actually, believe it or not, is actually street side. So if you looked out the mm-hmm. back of your cabana, you'll see the street. Um, yep. They have some, uh, you know, what is it? camo netting stuff on the fence so that it's sheltered more. But um, that's what that one is. But it's actually really quiet there. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that. Um, so, April, as somebody who does not 
uh, ride a lot of rides? Do you get bored if you are there for three to five days? I don't get bored because, I mean, for me, I love just being in the middle of it all. And there's always something going on. And, you know, generally there's something new. So, for instance, we are going in a couple of weeks and we're going during Mardi Gras. So I'm really excited to see the Mardi Gras floats and check out the booths and take tons of pictures and tons of videos and get get beignets. I want a king cake. Um, My list is ever growing. Um, So there is always something going on. And for me, having, well, I have an annual pass, but with that, you know, having that park to park option is perfect because I have like the attention span of a fruit fly. I have a very short attention span. So I'm like, okay, I want to be here for a little while. Then I need to go here for a little while. And then I want to go back here. And that's kind of just how I function. Um, so I, I fill my day because there's, again, always something new to see and do. And that's what I get most excited about is the new stuff. But I love the traditional things. Like I always have to ride E.T. And I'm really looking forward to going and seeing Born Stuntacular again because that was a great show. Um, and my kids have not seen it. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember if my kids saw that or not. But anyway, we're going to see the show. So that was well worth seeing. It's really well done. And, you know, we'll probably get some potted cream. And uh, I never get tired of walking around Diagon Alley. Like, I, I've taken a million pictures. I've looking at, looked at every angle. I really, really love Diagon Alley. So I can spend, you know, an hour plus just walking and wandering that without even really doing a whole heck of a lot. So... Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends on the person. You know, if, if that's your thing, you're not going to get bored. You're just not. And I just, again, love just being in the middle of it, the atmosphere and the energy. And, you know, they've always got like the street entertainers out in Universal Studios. There's always characters around. No, I love it. I really do. And, and the more I've gone, the more I've loved it. Like it used to be, you know, many years ago when we first started going, that I'd be like, okay, we went and I'm done because it was, you know, more about the attractions for my family. And again, I can't ride a lot of the attractions. Um, so if you ever need to know how the, any of the attractions there impact you, shoot me a note. I can tell you all about it. Um, but, you know, now the more I go, the more I love it because it's, they're, they're really, I mean, they have upped their game and they're doing a great job of what's new, what's going on, why go back there. Um, so, yeah. So here's an interesting thing. And in April and I tend to find this every trip. Um, April and I are from a small town in Massachusetts called East Bridgewater. And there is a, I think it's some sort of a fire alarm type pole. Yeah, I think so. Um, in Universal Studios that has our town's name on it. Really? Bridgewater, Massachusetts. It does. <laughs> I and, love and that. we have a picture of it. And honestly, this is the silliest thing, but we do it every time we go there. We I go look it. for the East Bridgewater, Massachusetts alloy pole. Mm-hmm. You know, alarm thingy. I don't even know really what it is. It, I don't know. Name. I guess I have to look back at the pictures. I've never paid that much attention because it was always like a matter of like, oh, that's it's. I mean, it's just such a weird thing because East Bridgewater is like, if you blink, you miss the center of town. It's tiny. <laughs> you know, it's Cowtown, USA. And it's um, south of Boston on the southeastern side of Massachusetts, heading towards Cape Cod for people in proximity. Um, you've never heard of it. If you've heard of Brockton, it's near Brockton. Um, 
But if you've heard of Tom Everett Scott, he was oh. our classmate. <laughs> True story. Yes, he's he from a year younger than me and a year older than April. Yes. Um, and and he actually was on one of the late night shows after he was in that movie, That Thing You Do. Mm-hmm. And he played the drummer, Shades. Um, he was on after he was on that. He was, had an interview about our town, and he joked around that there were three stoplights in the town. Now there are more than that now, but there might be five or six. Well, you've got like the six corners and in, in the center of town. So, yeah, there there is not a lot. I mean, it, it's very small town. I mean, in my graduating class, I think was like 140 kids, maybe 140, 160, somewhere in there. I mean, small. I had 163. Yeah. So. Anyway, so it's just funny that this small town has any kind of representation in Universal Studios Florida. Like, I I don't know. But why does it? Have you figured out why? I think the company that makes them is from there. It's from from here. Yeah. So it's just a unique, I know, a strange, unique thing. But But I I found it. I'm like, April, it's just Bridgewater. And she's like, no way. I'm like, yeah, look. And she's like, why? So weird. But anyway. It's just, I just found that very interesting to see that. Yeah. So that's a little aside from here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So if you were, we'll do kind of one, one last round robin here. Um, you have a client who's interested in doing a stint over at Universal and you're going to kind of give them your initial recommendations, uh, you know, hotel tickets, um, dining plan or not, photo, pa- photo plan or not. Um, all the little bells and whistles, what are you going to recommend for them? Um, I mean, to be quite honest, that's very difficult for me to say without any further information about this family. <laughs> but, because <laughs> I get that question a lot, like, hey, what's a typical this trip or that trip? Or what do you, where should we stay? And it's like, I have no idea until I talk to you and find out mm-hmm. who you are and what you like and all the other things. So, Um, but I would say, so for instance, the family that I spoke with earlier today, you know, they were going to Disney. They really want to see Harry Potter. Um, they just want to do one day. And I, I, when I quoted it and saw it was cheaper to just stay there, I said, it's just, it's easier. It's cheaper. It makes way more sense for you to just head on over, check out a Disney head over, stay a night at Universal. Um, And another thing is if you say you are going to do two days there and you spend one night, you get that unlimited express pass at those top three resorts for both days. Um, So it's, it's your length of stay. Otherwise, when you purchase a ticket outright, you have to pay for express per day. So that's another reason why it usually ends up working out better to just stay at the resort because that includes that on all days. So, um, but yeah, I would say, you know, I'm a fan of the premier resorts. I love the express pass. That's always my first thing with people. If they can fit into one room there, do it, stay there, depending on how you eat, get the dining plan. You know, some people it's not worth it for them because they just, they don't, they don't eat that much, you know, and they're not, planning on doing that so you know and you can get even as an adult you can choose to have the child's one if you want true and you can order off the child's menu i do that Mm -hmm. but some people also just like to you know bring the you know they like to go back to the hotel and eat their food there. i mean it's it is it's totally dependent on 
your family and how that works. If you're going to be eating in the parks, if you're going to be going to city walk, you know, get the dining plan. If you're a photo person, I'm a photo person. I get photo packages everywhere we go. Uh, I like to have that. So that's something that I would add on. If it's something you like, I would suggest that you do that. Um, But yeah, it's hard for me to answer that unless I know all the dynamics. But (laughs) Very good answer. Very good answer. And one thing about that photo pass is Universal will allow you to take a photo with your mask off. Yes. When Mm -hmm. they take it. You yeah. still have to wear it on all the attractions. Yes. So you you they'll stop the ride if you are caught with it off um, during the attraction. But when you're getting it taken by one of their photo uh, team members, um, they they will let you they take one with and they'll take one without. And even when you're taking your own pictures there, like we, you know, we would meet some of the characters and the girls would turn around. I mean, all the characters were socially distanced. They were behind like a fence or however they had it. But, you know, the kids would turn around and the cast members there, team members there were like, take, you can take your mask down for your picture. And so like, that's nice because I have lots of smiling pictures of my children there. (laughs) I know we miss that. I just, I love the smiles and that's, you know been the worst part like i just want to yeah. see their smiling faces so that's been very nice to be able to do that ava what's your recommendation i you know i i agree with whitney that you know you need more information because i don't think there's one cookie cutter trip for everyone you know i i definitely recommend at least the quick service dining plan if you're staying on property try the table service because there's some amazing restaurants on property mm-hmm. you know whether it's uh in the parks or in city walk there are so many choices in City Walk to choose from that um, you could be doing yourself a huge favor to get the table service plan when it's booked with a package. Get the photo package because like Whitney has mentioned before that, you know, she wishes that she had got a video on one of the rides on Rip Ride Rocket. Um, and and I love that. I mean, we love getting our picture taken with blue because blue is our favorite. And, you know, we have those pictures and and you do have that extra plus where you can do it without the mask. So, you know, you don't look like you're all masked bandits, <laughs> you know. um, like holding up the stagecoach. So, yeah, I mean, everyone is different. Every situation is different. And so, you know, park to park tickets, no matter what, definitely recommend three park tickets. Um, so, you know, you can go in and out of the parks as you choose to, if you're like me and you like a change of scenery often, you really definitely want park to park. Um, so, because you never know how the day's going to go, you know, if it gets too hot you say, well, you know what, Volcano Bay is really what we need. Or if you're in Islands of Adventure and it's a rainy day, well, let's go over to Universal Studio side so you can get indoors. Uh, there's definitely a lot of advantages to being able to kind of move around as you're comfortable doing so. Yeah. I mean, Lynn, what are your recommendations? So mine is going to be on a completely different vein than you guys have. And I'm going to talk from the the perspective of travel insurance because um, nowadays travel insurance is that much more important than it ever has been. Um, You know, and I'm going to say that, you know, we actually do work with some third party travel insurance companies that will give you coverage from door to door. From the time you leave your door at your house till you walk back to your door again at your house. Um, and so ha- especially if you're doing a split stay, this is this is going to be, you know, it's going to be money saving. It's going to provide you coverage. Um, 
And I we don't have a quote specific coverages because it really does depend on what plan you choose. But uh, there are a lot of different options out there. And we currently work with three different third-party travel insurance companies. Um, and so, <clears throat> you know, it gives you, you know, coverage if it's a situation where, you know, you have to take a COVID test before you go back home. And what if you test positive? So it could help you with potentially helping you to pay for your quarantine stay. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be April and I had this problem, you know, in December. We got delayed on both ends because we live in New England and it snows here. And it snowed on both ends of our trip. Well, no, it didn't snow the first weekend, but it was still a name storm. It was a winter was storm. A, it was yeah, rain it was and wind. Um, and then on the other end, it was snow. And they were both named storms, which honestly, they never used to name those. Or at least we didn't know they did uh, when we were kids. You just get it unless it was a blizzard of 78. But um, so, you know, it, it gives you some protection, um, you know, what I mean, to help you out if, you know, the worst thing happens. Um, and, and you know, April says this to me all the time. You insure your house, you insure your car, you get health insurance. You know, you live with all these different types of insurance. But yet when you go on vacation, which you're, you know, laying out a good amount of money for, most people don't use it. And so I would say take a look at third party travel insurance companies if you are going to go do a split stay, uh, because mm-hmm. it can cover both ends and you don't have to worry about getting a, a policy here and a policy there. And maybe this one doesn't cover the same things that that one does. And, you know, worried about all those different things. Okay, ladies, any other last thoughts? I don't know. That was a lot. Yes. I think we, we've covered quite a bit. So we thought that was going to be a, I don't know. a quicker combo here. I know. <laughs> Just go. No, do yourself a favor and go to Universal Orlando. That's yeah. It. yeah. That's nice. so, and I do, I do just want to say one thing. If you are going to get your tickets, I know you're talking about how people show up and have to get them at the gate. Um, but if you book them with a travel agent before you go, you get that early park admission. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's a perk of staying on site. But if you are not going to do that, you still get that if you book your tickets with a travel agent. So do that. <laughs> Definitely. Very good point. Yes. Well, ladies, once again, it has been a lovely evening chatting with you. And for our listeners, we do thank you for those likes, shares, and subscriptions again. And, you know, again, reach out to us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. What questions do you have that we can turn into a podcast and answer you? Uh, I'd love to do an FAQ uh, podcast at some point. Um, So we wish you all a great night and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your dreams And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.
www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on social media. We're under Main Street to the World on both Facebook and Instagram. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. And this sucks. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast your gateway to the wonders of travel. We, we hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. April, Whitney, and I certainly thank you for listening today. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Main Street to the World to share your thoughts, experiences, and suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for tuning in to Main Street to the World. Until next time, keep exploring, keep adventuring, and keep making memories all around this incredible planet of ours. Safe travels, all!